Welcome to Weight Loss and Wellness for Real, the podcast where people like you get the practical solutions and support you need to permanently lose the physical and mental weight so you can feel better and live the life you want in the body and mind you want. If you're looking to overcome your stress eating, overeating, binging behaviors, and move to a place of freedom with food and your body, you're in the right place. Just a reminder that this podcast represents my own opinions. The content here should not be taken as medical advice. The content here is for educational and informational purposes only. Please consult your doctor or healthcare professional for any individual medical questions you may have. Hello, friends, and welcome. Thank you for listening today. I'm excited to talk to you about this topic just because it's a little bit more practical um, last episodes have been a lot about that deeper work we always talk about for that sustainable change. And sometimes it's nice to just have a more practical topic to consider. So today it's going to be all about diet breaks, what they are, uh, why many of us, well, all of us um, really need them if we're in that space of you know, working to get some extra weight off or to maintain our weight if we are emotional eaters or if we have some binging behaviors, why a diet break is so very important. Um, Before we get started, I just want to remind you to head over to my website, heatherheinen.com, and Heinen is spelled H-E-Y-N-E-N, like Heinen, so heatherheinen.com, and over there, you can poke around and find all kinds of detailed information on how I work with all my different kinds of clients, uh, mainly from life coaching to weight loss coaching. I do still see some therapy clients, but moving more and more to the life coaching and weight loss coaching. You can also get in touch with me over there um, just by clicking a button or you can email me at info at heatherheinen.com and um, that will also get you over to me if you have any questions. Uh, Also, as this podcast listenership continues to grow, I'm always looking for like-minded products or companies or businesses to partner with me um, in regards to sponsoring episodes. So if you are part of a business or product or know of one, that might be a good fit for what we talk about here. Uh, Get in touch with me. And again, best way is through email, which is info at heatherheinen.com. Okay, let's move on to our topic of the day, diet breaks, what they are and do you need one to actually be able to lose some weight. Just a quick interruption to talk about today's show sponsor, and that is the AminoCo. AminoCo is a company that produces essential amino acid supplements, and I have been using their LIFE formulation for quite a while now. Supplementing with essential amino acids has been shown to help with appetite control, as well as helping to support muscle maintenance and recovery. 
We really can't produce all the amino acids we need for optimal health directly in our bodies. We need to get some of them. They're called essential amino acids through our food or supplementation. And if we don't get these essential amino acids in on a regular basis, our bodies lose the ability to create and maintain muscle mass as well as bone density. And so making sure you're getting all the amino acids your body needs becomes really, really important, especially as we age. All of AminoCo's formulations have been tested in clinical trials, which show they enhance physical function and muscle strength and support heart health. I personally like knowing that along with getting in my dietary protein amount, I am also supplementing with the essential amino acids I want daily for my long-term goals of strength, muscle maintenance, and just staying healthy as I age. Some quick protocols to try if you want to give their products a try would be if you're someone trying to lose weight, you could take a scoop mixed with water in the morning and again in the afternoon, usually when you notice your energy slumping to just really help boost your appetite control. If you're an endurance athlete, I know I have some of you out there listening and you're doing longer than one hour of endurance work, you would take five to 10 grams per hour. So for example, when I do my really long bike rides, this is what I'm making sure I'm taking in every hour on that um, hour plus ride. If you're a huge worker outer, had a really, really tough um, physical day, a really, really big workout that day, then taking a scoop in water before bed has been shown to help with recovery. So since I felt the benefits of this product, I really want to share it with you. And because you are a listener of this podcast, you can try their products for 30% off. If you decide to give these a try and because you could use some help with appetite control and or want to supplement for muscle maintenance and recovery, then use my referral link, which is aminoco.com slash HH30. So that's A-M-I-N-O. Co.com forward slash capital H, capital H three zero. Uh, go to aminoco.com slash forward slash HH three zero. Choose your product or products and check out. Use the discount code HH three zero. Again, capital H, capital H three zero for 30% off your entire order. Many of you who listen to this podcast. Uh, come from a history of chronic dieting, that yo-yo dieting, um, or maybe even just currently right now you're following a diet that's been going on for a little bit and um, you may be a great candidate for a diet break. And the definition of a diet break is just what it sounds like. We are learning more and more from research and studies that indicate Stopping your diet for a short time can actually help you lose more weight and keep it off longer. So um, I want you to hear what I just said. We are learning more and more from research and studies, current ones that are out there, that are indicating that stopping your diet for a short time can actually help us lose more weight and keep it off longer. So this is really, really an important piece if you are someone looking to take off weight, and especially if you've been someone who has taken off weight in the past and then put it back on and taken it off again and put it back on. And we'll get into, <coughs> excuse me, why those of us who have had that pattern over many years, why diet breaks for those of us who have kind of um, 
you know, been dealing with that for a long period of time, why diet breaks are so, so very important. So in a study from the International Journal of Obesity, 51 obese men were split into two groups. One took on 16 weeks of continuous dieting, uh, eating 33% fewer calories than would be necessary to maintain their weight. And the second group took diet breaks. And they stuck to the same diet for two weeks and then the group that was in the diet break group stopped the diet for two weeks. And during that, they ate the number of calories necessary to maintain their weight. Okay, so you got two groups of men. One group just continued on with eating 33% less calories to maintain their weight. And the other group did that for two weeks, but then for the next two weeks, up their calories that, that was necessary to maintain their current weight. And they use the same pattern during that 16 total weeks of dieting. So, so the first group, that whole 16 weeks, stayed at under their um, caloric daily, what they needed to maintain weight. They went to that 33% less calories over those entire 16 weeks. And then the second group, every two weeks, uh, they took a diet break. And six months after the diet ended, the men who had gone off and on their diet ended up on an average 18 pounds lighter than those who had dieted straight through. Another study showed a diet break group lost more body weight and maintained their total daily energy expenditure at a higher point, meaning they expended more calories, more energy every day than did the non-diet break group. And some of this is most likely due to slowing of metabolism, just due to adaptive thermogenesis. Basically, it means your metabolism slows down even more than expected to compensate um, the fact when you're dieting, when you're giving it less energy, making it harder to lose weight. So adaptive thermogenesis is a reduced when you take a break from your diet, meaning you take a break from your diet and you up your calories a bit, and this gives your metabolism a boost, right? This could, this could be um, due to leptin levels. And remember that leptin is that hormone that creates satiation signals in our body. Um, or I personally have some theories on just on this, just from understanding um, human behavior and working with human behavior for so many, many, many years, I have a theory that it could also be due to the group who takes a diet break psychologically is able to go back to the lower calories. It's easier for them to go back and be compliant with their diet when they're at lower calories. Whereas the group without the break, I would guess possibly over eight more than they were reporting. So it could be the group that dieted continually reported eating at the 33% less calories for the entire time of the study. But what we also know from other research, it's more probable that they actually ate more and did not report it. They didn't record it. So just something to consider that diet breaks may not all be biological with that thermogenesis, adaptive thermogenesis theory, but probably, in my perspective, more psychologically. Um, they are really beneficial to create more willingness. Remember that willingness is that feeling we are always looking for when we're trying to create a new lifestyle that becomes effortless and easy. So it creates more willingness to stick to lower calories during the time they are dieting. Basically, diet breaks might 
help create more adherence during the periods that you're restricting more, which leads to more weight loss in the end. And just to add to that, there was another study uh, done more recently, 2021, which was larger with 61 participants and used a protocol for um, one group of the people. It was 12 weeks of continuous dieting. And the other group uh, followed a protocol of three weeks, you know, on the diet um, and then one week off or, you know, a diet break for one week and then three weeks back on to the diet and one week off, three weeks on, one week off uh, for a total of 12 weeks. And in this study, overall fat loss was similar in both groups and the maintenance of metabolic rate was similar as well. So this study showed that diet breaks maybe do not have a massive impact on reversing metabolic adaptation, but it could be that longer breaks at maintenance likely have more of an impact, um, you know, more, more of an impact on metabolic adaption. But, you know, that's just my speculation from some other studies. But anyway, the biggest thing these researchers did find in this particular study was a reduction in hunger. So the participants in the diet break group experienced lower hunger, lower desire to eat, and greater satisfaction with what they were eating. And these self-reports were actually backed up by a reduction in the peptide YY, which regulates appetite. So they actually were able to know clients or participants were not just reporting this. Um, they really could see that there was a reduction in uh, appetite. So as, as for me, this is pretty huge and speaks to the psychological aspect as well, because when you feel less hunger, you feel more satisfied with what you're eating. It's much, much easier to stick to healthy eating, to new healthy habits that are sustainable for life. So a question I get asked when I, uh, put clients on a diet break is, um, will I gain weight when I do this? And the quick answer is no, but the scale may show a few pounds up due to glycogen and uh, storage of water, but you typically are not going to physically gain fat because, you know, the goal is to eat at maintenance, right? We're not doing this sort of like refeeding over the calorie or energy allowance for what it takes for our bodies to maintain, um, so, you know, the the diet break is really where we eat at maintenance. But that leads us into some issues that often come up. So the first one being, you know, a diet break. Um, and I, you know, I want to come up with a better word because, you know, I hate the word diet, right? Um, but we're just going to stick with it because everybody understands what I'm talking about. But um, just a little caveat, I do not like that term. But a diet break is not a free-for-all. So it does mean increasing your calories slightly. Uh, the break from the diet is to eat at maintenance calories, which typically means about 100 to 200 calories in general more each day than when you are taking in less energy in order to get the weight off. So really that's like an extra four ounces of potatoes and four ounces of chicken or a banana and a glass of wine, right? So we are not talking about that diet breaks are this free-for-all. Um, that obviously is going to go in a really negative direction, not the direction we want it to go in. Um, other considerations is food choice. So um, if you've been listening to me for a while, I am all for the treat foods, um, for indulging in foods we really, really enjoy here and there. 
But the diet break is not about trying to fit in our favorite indulgent foods every day. You want to focus on whole healthy foods and then still implementing indulgence indulgent food that you truly love here and there, very sporadic, just not every day, um, just because we happen to be on a diet break, right? Okay, so the benefits of diet breaks, so psychologically, it might help us reduce feelings of restriction, and remember, feelings and thoughts of restriction will always lead to weight gain eventually, so it does create, a diet break creates more willingness, the importance of willingness, um, you know, we've talked about that at length in so many past episodes. So cultivating that feeling of willingness is so important. So those diet breaks can really help set us up for that psychologically. Uh, It also helps you begin to understand what it will be like in maintenance, what it'll feel like maintaining the weight that you really want to be living at. So we really do, I believe, and I do this with my clients, we need to all be practicing maintenance if we want to stay at our healthy goal weight for good. So think about it. If you want to stay at your goal weight for good, right, for the rest of your life, you need to get really good at living in maintenance. And to get good at anything, we need to practice. We need to give our brain time to adjust to new thoughts, for us to work on thoughts that will come up and want to sabotage us. Those, those of us who have lost and regained and lost and regained have all experienced those sabotaging thoughts. And so diet breaks give us a chance to practice working through these thoughts so that when we hit our goal weight, we have already practiced and created how to respond to sabotaging thoughts. And, and this can be really reassuring it's a reminder that you will not always be living where you are dieting at. When, when you change your weight significantly, most clients almost always report having a fear that they won't be able to adjust to eating normally again. And diet breaks can help us reduce that fear and ease into knowing that we can do it. Diet breaks can help shift our mindset and focus more on nourishing our body with food versus using food to change emotions. So, you know, when we're participating in a diet break, it can really help shift us into now, how am I going to nourish my body with food versus, um, you know, trying to take that extra food to change emotions that we might be experiencing. Okay. So how do you know if you should take a diet break? If you can answer yes to any of the following questions, you really should consider taking a diet break. So have you been dieting continuously for over eight weeks? Has your weight loss plateaued or stalled out? Do you have a history of emotional or binge eating? Do you have a history of yo-yo dieting? Have you lost weight, regained it, and now you're trying to lose again? If you answer yes to any of those questions, that gives you an indication You want to be planning and implementing diet breaks uh, if your goal is right now to lose fat and keep it off for life, to be able to sustain that. And then the next question, what's a good general protocol to follow when we do take a diet break? How many weeks to stay on a diet and how many days or weeks to get off? And I use diet breaks for all of my clients. I do not use one specific protocol for everyone because every single person is so different. So I know when my clients are starting to plateau even before they realize it. And when I see that, 
I will often implement at least a week of going back to maintenance calories or volumes of food if it's someone who's not counting calories. And sometimes I have clients go a full 12 weeks before taking one because again, this is all very individual where they're at. Other times uh, clients are on a protocol of two weeks on, two weeks at maintenance, two weeks on. It's so individual based on activity level, gender, size of the person, how much weight is there to lose, et cetera. But for very general purposes, a diet break should be every six to 12 weeks for most people. And the leaner you are, the more frequently it makes sense to take a break. I'm gonna say that again. The leaner you are, the more frequently it makes sense to take a break. The duration for the break should be one to two weeks for most people. Ways to implement a diet break if you don't count calories or macros, right? Implementing a diet break if you're already counting calories or macros um, is pretty easy because it's a math problem. But if you don't count calories or macros and if you're practiced in eating more intuitively, um, watching your portions, um, really you've got great practice on that hunger scale, right? You know when you're hungry and you eat and you eat to a number like a six or seven on the hunger scale. Um, so you don't, you're not overstuffing yourself. And so this can be for people who are doing this, it can be things like modifying meal sizes, number of meals or snacks, um, maybe adding in more carbs. If you happen to be low carb, adding in more fat, if you happen to be low fat and by the way, upping carbs, and keeping fat and protein where they are at, and I'm talking about healthy whole carbs, not processed ones, might be, in my opinion, one of the most optimal ways to increase calories to maintenance during this time because those carbs restore glycogen stores, which may, you know, we have some... Um, just, you know, from how we know how the body works with this, it, this could help restore leptin levels. And remember, leptin is that hormone that helps regulate appetite. And li limited research on this, that's a given, but that is a possibility. So then just to press on issues I've mentioned a few times, the biggest mistake I see and have made myself is in food choices. So if you go into a diet break thinking, you know, so your so your thoughts are focused on this time, now I get to eat all the foods I want to eat. Um, you know, if we're thinking that way, we are going to gain weight and might even flip ourselves into gaining more weight than you had previously worked to lose. So don't be don't be tempted here. Really work on your thoughts here before you take a diet break. Make sure. Um, just make sure you've done your thought work around it. Practice and write out thoughts to think in order to focus on how you need to eat during a diet break so you aren't sabotaged by thinking things like, yes, you know, I can eat whatever I want now. Be really realistic. This is not a free-for-all. Enjoy some treats here and there, but for the most part, um, you know, you really want to be uh, very cognizant and mindful of, of what you're e eating. So even when you're... Um, well, just be very realistic. So the idea would be sticking mostly to the foods you normally eat, just in greater quantities, or like I said, maybe adding in an extra sweet potato here and there, some oatmeal, extra oatmeal, like carbs that you enjoy that are whole and nourishing. And when you try to work in too many calorie dense and processed foods, it's just so easy um, to eat so much of that to where you know, we're going to gain weight again. We're going to feel less satiated, which triggers us to eat more. 
All right, so wrap it up. You have some info now on diet breaks, how and why they might work, the benefits, especially in my book, psychologically, and some protocols for implementing one. And if you're a candidate, I would highly recommend giving it a try for one week. Overall, a diet break protocol is a great strategy to implement for making long-term weight loss easier. All right. Well, I hope you enjoyed this more practical episode and maybe even learned something new. I'm always hopeful that putting out this information will make a change in someone's life for the better. Um, I do know personally how it feels not to have optimal health and well-being, and I know how it feels to have it. And I really hope to help you find yours as it makes life so much more enjoyable with the ability the ability. Um, to focus on other things rather than just our bodies and how they look and rather than all the food chatter, thinking about food all the time. You know, there's so much freedom beyond all that. If you found anything useful from this episode, would you please take the time to subscribe to this podcast and maybe even give it a five-star review when you subscribe you'll be sure to get the newest episode once they're released. And this helps me also keep the episodes rolling out because it really supports the logarithm of whatever uh, podcast platform you're listening from. And what I mean is when you subscribe and when you give a five-star review, it makes it easier for other people to find the podcast, which of course, like if I, well, getting more listeners really helps me be able to keep putting new episodes out every week. Thank you for supporting this podcast, for listening, for sharing this space with me. And remember to thank your own self for being willing to consider making small changes in your life and get you closer to your goals and dreams. Uh, That's it for now. We will talk soon. Just a reminder that this podcast represents my own opinions. The content here should not be taken as medical advice. The content here is for educational and informational purposes only. Please consult your doctor or healthcare professional for any individual medical questions you may have.